0: Yo, what is going on, Cover 7 family? Welcome back to, once again, another interview here on the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce Podcast. And guys, we're now going to a um, military academy, but this time we're joined by Navy quarterback Charles Robinson. Charles, thank you for coming on today, my guy. I'm super excited to learn a little bit about, you know, why you ultimately decided to be a midshipman. And, you know, it's good to know you. What's up, man? I appreciate
1: you having me. So.
0: Hey, absolutely. Now, you know, Charles, before you, you know, you, you were social media famous for being a, you know, two-way two way athlete and, you know, obviously making your commitment to Navy and everything like that. You know, let's learn a little bit about you. So, you know, if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about, you know, where you're from, how you got into football, why you got into football, you know, some little details about yourself.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I, uh, I've i been playing football since I was eight. I went – I started uh, – so actually, it's a crazy story. So I went to – it's this local little team called the Fulton Falcons. Uh, here in Knoxville, uh, I went, I had, I just wanted to play my, so what, I was walking up a hill in my neighborhood, and my dad had saw me, I had, I had shirts stuffed in my shoulders, and I had, I had a helmet on that my cousin had gave me, and I was just walking up, it's like 90 degrees, and I'm it's it's blazing hot, and I'm walking up with all these clothes on, just imagining playing football, so it was just like, it was obviously something I always wanted to do, so my dad had took me up to the uh, the little local, the uh, local little uh, little league team. And so we all signed. They signed me up for football. My sister was a cheerleader. My dad ended up being the head coach. And then my mom was uh, the head cheerleading coach. So that all happened the same night. So it was just like, boom, I'm in it now. And so ever since then, I've been playing there. I played there until up until seventh grade. And then I had transferred to uh, WEMP. And I played there in eighth grade and then finished my uh, that up until college, I finished all that out there at Webb. So, yeah, I'm from Knoxville. Yes, sir. I'm hey,
0: seeing I you got right you. Now. now, Charles, I gotta ask you. I know you're going to Navy and everything like that, but you yeah. know, growing up, were you a Vol fan? Uh, no, I actually, no, I
1: wasn't at all. Actually, they just I, you, growing up, man. They was just they were so inconsistent. It always made me mad. I could never just like them. <laughs> <laughs> no, <Nah, laughs> I could I got never you. like them.
0: Hey, right, I got you. I'm down here in Texas, so I mean, I completely sure. understand about teams being yeah. uh, inconsistent. So, you know, yeah. growing
1: up, did you have a favorite team or anything like that? Well, I mean, I'm sure every every little kid's favorite team was Oregon back then, just because of all the uniforms and stuff. I just, I, I was just so into them. And then, and I always loved the 49ers back then, but
0: just because they were winning. So, <laughs> hey, no, I got you. I got you now. You know, since we're talking about Oregon. Let me ask you: Did you ever play NCAA games or anything like that when of you were growing course. up?
1: I'm, okay, I got a PlayStation Three sitting right here, and I still play it to this day.
0: Man, I was playing it earlier. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm trying to rebuild. Uh, God, what team? I, I can't even remember the school I'm trying to rebuild right now. I think it's like yeah. Oklahoma State or something. But for hey, sure, sure. hey, I, I'm glad to know that at least you know you actually being a collegiate athlete, you're still playing yeah. these games. So of
1: course, of course. But um,
0: anyway, so Charles, kind of t- you know going back to a little bit about you know you playing and everything like that. So. Obviously, it was like a family ordeal, right? You know, all of y'all got signed up in some type of role in the yeah. youth organization. So, for you, for you, Charles, you know, how did that make you feel knowing that your family was buying into you and really, you know, wanting you to succeed in this sport? Yeah.
1: Well, my dad, first off, my dad has always told me whatever I do, he he's always going to support me. So, whether that's college or just little stuff like schoolwork, just anything, he's always going to be there. And so, he literally was telling me, he's been telling me this all, all my life. Anytime I wouldn't want to do something, I wouldn't want to train, or I wouldn't. He'd be like, "Bro, you can quit football right now, and I'll support you." I mean, like, it's it's, it's what it, It's what you what you put into it. I'll I'll be there to support you. I'll be there to help you. I'll be there to help you reach your dreams. And so far, we're on the right track. So I mean, that was all. It was just great knowing that not only my dad, but my mom, my sister, they all wanted to be just around me and see see me grow as a football player. So
0: and hey, no, I got you, Charles. That's definitely something that you know is extremely, you know, extremely just great to have around you. It's a good support system. Now, I got to ask you because I always ask every guy this question. You know, when you yeah. started playing football, and I've had offensive linemen tell me they were quarterbacks. I've had quarterbacks yeah. tell me they were offensive linemen. So, Charles, when you were when you first started playing, what was your initial first position that you played? My um, it was just it's crazy. My initial position was I was a nose guard
1: and a tight end.
0: I see I don't know what it is with quarterbacks being on the O line. I mean I don't yeah but I'm guessing you're you're probably one of the bigger kids in your in your uh grade, right? Then actually then I was, yeah, I was. I definitely was. I definitely was. Now I'm 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 a little bit above average, but then then I definitely was one of the tallest. So Hey no, I got you. So um so when did you actually make that transition over to quarterback? So that 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 would have been when I was ten years old. So what happened was uh the team
1: – it was kind of a – it was a crazy organization, really, low-key. Uh, it was just a lot of uh, daddy ball, just as far as the the quarterback always being, the coach's son, stuff like that. And so it was just kind of got a hand, which is kind of ironic that I'm saying that because as soon as my dad became the head coach, I was the quarterback. But it, it, it wasn't one of those things. It was actually my, one of the assistant coaches, Coach Shannon, because at first I was chilling at tight end like, Really, I didn't care where I was at as long as I was playing. Like that's how, that's how I've always been. As long as I'm on the field, I'm chilling. But like, he, so I had uh, he is he was like nobody can throw the football on the team, like nobody. And so he just started testing people out, just having people throw footballs. And he saw I threw, I threw it a couple times, ran a couple plays at quarterback, and I started. And I mean, just since then, I've been playing. And then I had also I played uh, I started playing safety that same year, so. I got off the line completely and I was playing safety and quarterback. So,
0: Man, that's crazy. So you ended up playing quarterback and then also playing one of the positions that absolutely hates quarterbacks. Right, right. I was my worst enemy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got you. I got you. But also it's kind of, I mean, I know you're still like a young age, but it also kind of plays a little bit of an advantage to you because you can see, you know, through the eyes of your defenders pretty much, you know what I'm saying? Know what they pick up on and everything like that. So, And I didn't even realize that. So, Charles, let me ask you this then. Do you feel like that played, you know, kind of a a little bit of an advantage for you, you know, when you were playing games and everything like that, even up through high school? Because, you know, you remembered seeing certain little tweaks and everything like that, that, you know, secondary guys do. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Like, I mean, so really, I'd say up until my junior
1: year, I wasn't really comfortable, fully comfortable enough in the game as a quarterback to – pick up on stuff like that but I'll say like my junior year I started noticing just little tweaks little, little like for example I used to do this thing when I was at safety that every time I was about to break on a ball I would literally snap my fingers I would snap it and my coaches they were like bro you gotta stop doing that that's a cue I was like what a what what, what are they gonna notice about that and they would sit here and tell me, bro, a good quarterback will notice that when you snap your fingers, you're about to go. Like, you're gone. You're out to play. And I, I kid you not, every time I did that. And then another thing, I would clap. I would clap. Uh, No, I put my, my da- – I'd throw my hand down before I was about to get a snap. So, I'd say, set, go, and then throw it down, and then pick it back up and catch the ball. And my my coaches, they were getting on – my high school coaches was getting on to me, like, you got to stop doing this stuff, bro. It's cues. And I'd say, like, as a safety – Uh, being a safety and a quarterback and I can drop back and I'm sitting here staring at the safety and I'm reading that safety. It's like, bro, if he starts to turn his hips or if he's looking at me or if I can see his eyes and he's eyeing that way, but backpedaling straight back, like you you notice that stuff because you play that position. So it's like what they're trying to do to trick me, I already know because I've done it, which my junior year, like I would would say probably the last three or four games is when I actually picked it up because – I, I, my junior year, so we had switched to a full spread, and it was like, it was it was nothing but throwing, and I had never done that. I went from wing T to wing T slash spread, but the spread offense was ran by a defensive coordinator, so that wasn't that successful. And then, yeah, then was probably... my,
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. Like, hold on, hold on. So you had, so obviously, that, and unfortunately, you know, a lot of high school athletes, they still have to play, you know, especially smaller schools, you know, wing yeah. T offenses and stuff like that. So you had your DC calling y'all's offensive plays, man.
1: Freshman year, uh, we were a straight wing T offense. Then <laughs> our the second, this our second year, we got a new OC, which who was the old defensive coordinator, defense. Oh no, he's a defensive back coach, so he coached DBs and only coached DBs. Then he was our OC, and it was just uh, that was terrible. It was terrible. And then we went from that to a full spread. We brought this guy from uh, Grace Christian Academy, and who has an amazing record as far as throwing. So they were really excited for that, just to use me to throw the ball. He comes in and he's never seen a quarterback like me. Like so, it, it just we we didn't get it along as well as we should have. So he he left and um, went to Asheville Christian, and then we got a fourth OC this year, who was the one of the assistant quarterback coaches. So it, it's been crazy
0: as far as offenses. So I've never yep. really gotten used to one, but. So, pretty much, you've gone through four different offensive coordinators. So, you pretty much have had a new OC every single every year, year of your high school obviously. career. Yeah. Yep. So, for you, Charles, I mean, and also that kind of, and I'm not, and it's, it's unfortunate, but it also kind of, you know, readies you for, you know, the collegiate level yeah. because you're constantly seeing, especially with, you know, NIL and obviously bigger opportunities arising, coaches are constantly sure. going and leaving. So, if, do you feel like that's also <coughs> kind of prepared you a little bit for when you do, you know, get that starting role at Navy sometime here soon? No doubt. I mean, that was something my – my, my coach, some of my coaches and just people around
1: me were telling me is don't get mad at this because this is nothing – it's not doing anything but building you into a better player because all coaches want is somebody who can switch up, switch up in and change in and, and places where they're uncomfortable. That's all they want. That's what they want to see because football, you're not going to be comfortable all the time. So that was just a perfect example of like – that that me real and me re- finally realizing that is what made me realize, man. Like you got to be confident in this game. You you've done this for four years and it's been different every year. So just lock in, you good. Just play the game, and and I feel like that's what I finally realized this year, which is why it's it's been one of my not just because I'm a senior, either, I don't think, but just because. Well, maybe yeah, just just because I'm matured in the game and just my thought process as far as confidence and just really realizing how like I'm not trying to sound cocky either but it's just something people have to do to to perform to their, their best but I you got to really realize how good you are and that you got to you got to trust yourself and trust your teammates and trust that you can be great with your teammates so that's something I had to finally realize and I did it this year and that's I, I threw like last year I probably threw 15 17 picks. like that's insane and we had nine games through seventeen picks in nine games, four and four in one game, four, and that was in the, only Man. the second half. So it's just like, and it, that was all out of pure just not being confident in how good I was. Just that's all it was. And so finally this year, I'm just like, bro. You, you're, you, these, these people who are getting these offers around you, these people who are getting these divisional offers who are, who are, all they're great. You're the same size. You're the same height. You're the same fat. You, you got the same speed. So just play. That's all you got to do. Just play and, and know what, you, know your assignments to just do it. So, I mean, that's, that's all it's really led to. So.
0: No, I got you. And, you know, one of the biggest things and I'm glad you just, you know, talked a little bit about it is confidence, right? Like coaches, right. especially at the quarterback position, because if you don't have confidence and you can't battle through adversity, you're not going right. to be able to start, especially at the level, of you know, college football, which you're going right. to. Right. So um, so I'm glad you talked about that a little bit. So obviously, you know, you had a rough you said your junior year, right? Yes. Sir. So you obviously had a little bit of a Dak Prescott junior year, you know, throwing yeah. as many interceptions as possible. But I mean, you know, it's better you learn from these things so you can build on top of it. And right. obviously, this past year was an absolute breakout year for you. You know, you started to get recognized by you know a few schools and everything like that. So Charles, if you don't mind, talk to us a little bit about you know college recruitment during your um senior year. Yeah. So well, I'll even
1: start with my junior year. That was that was a uh, it was really like it was. I was down a lot because I, I don't know if you know a lot of the players on my team, but at the time, Brandon Wenton, he was a receiver on my team, which now he has, he has tons of power five. He's got uh, Vanderbilt, Clemson. He's got Penn state, like all these schools. He transferred to IMG. And then there's another, there's two more receivers, uh, Shamar Young and uh, Marquise Barrett. They've got power five and Shamar's only a freshman. So it's like these these dudes around me getting these offers and, I'm their exact same height, we're lifting the exact same weight. What's what's happening? Like what's what's the difference in me and them? And I could never I could never really realize it. So so I, I would just stress about that, stress about that recruiting. And so finally my senior year came around and I'm just like, bro, you just got a chill, just ride it out, you good, you're gonna get offered. I mean, so so and that's I as soon as so Navy offered me the or Army, Army offered me first in the summer. And uh like a few days later, Navy had offered me. And so it was just like that. As and I think about two or three weeks. Well, so I'd say they offered me like the 29th of June. The maybe I have to, I'd have to look, but it was some. It was around. It was late June that uh, Navy offered me, and I'd, July fourth is when I texted my coach and said I wanted to commit. And so and, and that and that was the end of that because that that recruiting it's it's stressful. It gets real stressful. Real stressful trying to keep keep up with all those coaches and try to just you know try to impress them to, to so they because all it is is a game and you you're just playing you're playing the game as far as recruiting and and it, it it gets stressful at times so just the fact that I knew that Navy had offered me I was just ready to go just ready to be done with that ready to go Division one football and it was just it's a great school a lot of benefits so I was just like yeah this I'm
0: gonna have to do this so so I committed. And I uh, got you, Charles. Now, so, you know, it's actually kind of funny. You know, you ended up committing to Navy, but your first, you know, first offer was from Army. You know, what were yeah. some of the factors that, you know, came into you actually, you know, deciding to become a midshipman? Yeah. So, well, first, my dad, he, he was in the military. He was actually
1: in the Navy, which that that didn't play as much as a role as you think it would. But I mean, it was low key. I could see why he, he, he kept he was kind of nudging me on to go there. Which, like I said, he he will support me in a way, but that he knew that that was would have been one of my top like what one of one of the best things for me. So, but yeah, so I uh so we had visited. I went on a visit, uh, and I visited, and they had broke that. Which on business they really tell you everything you want to hear. So, and I I was I was considering that, keeping that in mind, like. All right, bro. This is this is good. This is all good. But they're tell they're not gonna tell you the full spiel. They're not gonna tell you all the bad parts. So it was like, bro, like you gotta you gotta you gotta make sure you realize that. So I visit. They tell break down. Give tell me all these benefits. They tell me let me know that, man. Like you're going to school. We're paying you to come serve for us. Like it's like like you're going to school for free. I get hurt at Navy. They're paying for it. Like anything. It's 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 just it's really just. Amazing! It's an amazing opportunity, so I can't pass up on it. So I, I, I just kept going, and so I'd say the thing that made me pick our Navy over the Army was really just the coaching staff. Like they were, I'm, a, I'm a huge. Well, my family's huge. We're huge on God, huge Christians. So it's like, it's like when he when that, that our our um the uh coach Niem Niemont, which was he actually got fired this year, past year, which is kind of sad, but. He uh, pulled us into the locker room, the game day locker room. He sat us down, put up three stools. He sat sat me and my dad down. He said, look, man, we want you. But we know that, like, regardless where you end up, God is going to take you to wherever you need to be. And I, that was like, bro, like, no coach has ever said that. No coach is thinking about God in this, in this process. They're thinking about getting this kid on our team so he can be another number. Like, that's 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 – that's what that's what led me to go Navy all the way. So that's why I'm here now.
0: Hey, no, I'm, I am mean, and I'm kind of glad that you talked <laughs> a little bit about, you know, staying with your beliefs and not, you know, letting, you know, a quote-unquote better opportunity kind of take away, you know, your beliefs and everything like that. And, you know, like you mentioned, college football nowadays it's really become more of, and I always kind of call it a meat market more than anything. You know, coaches, they find one guy they really like or, you know, they're just constantly, yeah. you know, letting, you know, uh, or – let me take that back. You know, they're, they're offering kids these scholarships, but the second they find a guy they like a little bit better, they're just going to rip that opportunity. Right. And, and I think a lot of people tend to forget, too. You know, y'all are 18-year-old kids, 17-year-old kids, heck, 16-year-old kids sometimes. And, right. you know, obviously it's a confusing time and definitely a stressful time. But I'm glad that you were able to at least stay with your beliefs and not, you know, let something kind of contradict that. So, obviously, sure. you're committed to Navy. You're headed you're headed to be a midshipman, be a quarterback at Navy. Now, you've got kind of a secret talent, which kind of got unveiled to the world. And I know you're probably expecting this to kind of yeah. be eventually brought up and everything like that. But this is actually kind of the way that I found out a little bit about you, too, Charles. So obviously that video that got posted, of I think it was pregame, right? Like it was during yeah, doing yeah, the yeah, National yeah. Anthem, yeah, if sir. I remember. Yeah. Yes, so you actually play a little bit of trumpet. So if you don't mind, yeah. talk to us a little bit about, you know, when you started playing trumpet and, you know, why you like being able to uh, play an instrument.
1: Yeah, so actually, whenever uh, when so when you're in fifth grade and the middle school I was going to, you have to do like uh, a fine art as an elective. So that could be like choir or a band, or it was it was like uh, art or just some stuff like that. And I just was, felt like I'd be interested in playing the saxophone, actually. Which so I tried to play the saxophone. It was all full. There was nobody. He couldn't he, he couldn't lend out any more instruments for us to play. So we couldn't play the saxophone, and then he moved me to trumpet. And since sixth grade, I've been playing every year. It's just, like, I feel like my band class, like, I get made. A lot of people always got something to <coughs> say about it, too. Just like, you're a band kid, band kid. And I'm like, bro. This is, this is, I don't, you, you got me what you want. Like, it's, it's cool. Like, it's, it's a fun thing to just do. Like, I feel like my, ba- having my band class at every single, like, from sixth grade to 12th grade, having that band class in the middle of the day was always just like a, a time to just chill out. And I'm, I'm real big on music. Like, I love music. Like, whether it's little Baby or if it's like Sizzle, like, I, I love it all. And it's just, it just, it's just being able to, you know, create that music with my friends and just for fun. I I, I just couldn't pass up on it. So I've been doing that since I was in sixth grade. So it's been pretty fun.
0: Hey, you know what? And I give you a lot of props. I think you earned a lot of my respect too, because you're also the starting quarterback, right? Like normally (laughs) it's like offensive line guys that are doing it or, you know, junior or JV guys and everything like that. But you're (laughs) starting quarterback on the highest level that you can get. So, ton of props to you. Also, I play clarinet too. So I mean, Hey, yes, well, yes, hey you know what I'm saying? So shoot, but um, no, man, I'm glad that you continue to, you know, enjoy your passions, enjoy your beliefs and everything like that. It just simply be you. You know, that's the biggest thing. Continue to be you continue to, you know, just do the things that you want. And obviously you have a super exciting future ahead of you at Navy. I can't wait to see what you do. Appreciate it, man. Now, Charles, I have a few more questions before you, before we do start to wrap things up. And I know you got to head out here soon, yeah. but, um, First, first, I want to ask you, just so we kind of gain a little bit of a grasp about you, like, play style-wise as a quarterback. So, whether it's past, present, college football, or NFL, um, what player's play style do you feel like you kind of resemble the most and why?
1: Yeah, uh, I'd say – let me think. Let me think. Well, honestly, I I don't really – I don't – oh, I don't know. I'd say – no, I I do have one. I I would say – I would say – Prime, not even. Whoa, this is hard. This is hard. Cause I don't really do this. I don't really try to compare myself, but to be, but I, I I understand. So, but I know in the past I've gotten a lot of Lamar Jacksons, but I really think that's just cause I can run. So I mean, Lamar Jackson. I would say Marcus Mariota at um Oregon. I would say that. that's how I really play a lot. Okay. Like which he he was a he was an
0: amazing runner and could throw it like no other two. So I feel Eight, like no. that's. Hey, absolutely. I mean, shoot, Marcus Mariota, when he was at Oregon, I mean, I swear, I thought there was – well, outside of my guy, Trevon Boykin, I thought there was no better quarterback oh, yeah. in the nation. So, But, um, Charles, so. now, this last question I'm about to ask you, everybody already knows what it's going to be. But I got – okay, so this is the biggest one determining, you know, the entire interview, everything we've, you know, heard so far and everything like that. So yeah. pregame, got your headphones on, AirPods in, or, you know, simply if you got good music taste, you got the team walks. So, what is your pregame hype song and why?
1: Ooh, so, it it really honestly depends on the game. So, if I'm feeling chill, if I'm feeling like real chill and laid back, and I'm feeling overwhelmed about the game, I'll listen to uh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce. It, but I love Drake. So it's Yeba's Heartbreak by Drake. Okay, I don't yeah. Know if you know that song? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that song. I just be chilling, sitting there. Noise canceling mode on my AirPods. Just thinking about the game. Just you know, just processing. Or I'll just, or I'll turn on some Hillsong Young and Free. Just be turned to that then fall asleep. So will I. Man, I love that music. But also, if I'm turned, like, and I'm ready to play, I'm turn on That's facts, my little baby, no doubt,
0: no hey, doubt. I definitely, I definitely would give you arcs, man. I'm glad because you know, I when I first started doing these, always you know, kind of the basic answer was dreams and nightmares. And oh I mean, yeah, hey, yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing wrong with Meek, man. Hey. I love that yeah, song. Yeah. But that's a
1: great song. Great song. Great 100%. song.
0: One hundred percent. But I mean, you can't go wrong with little baby, especially right now. So, yes, Charles, man, seriously, it's been an absolute blessing having you on today. I'm super excited sure. to see what you do. You know, for the midshipmen these next few years, and you know, for everybody out there that's listening to today's interview, please make sure you go check out my guy. Uh, check out my guy Charles. Absolutely amazing uh, person off the field as well as he is a player on the field. So, um, Charles, before we head out, my guys, anything that you want to say?
1: I just appreciate you for having me, man. It's a great opportunity. Just get my name out there, man. I appreciate you for that. So,
0: hey, absolutely. Sure. Thank you. Hey, hey, no, absolutely. And then I appreciate you taking a chance on me as well. So, Charles, That's look it. forward to seeing you up there in Minneapolis, and have a blessed one. I right, appreciate you, bro.